Welcome back to the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. I am super excited for you to be here. In today's episode, we're diving into a really, really useful topic. Today's topic is going to be about how to make a calorie deficit easier. And for you specifically, if you're trying to diet now, or if at some point you think you want to lose weight, lose body fat in the future, how can we get into a calorie deficit and actually make it as easy as possible? This is really top of mind for me right now because as you're listening to this, at the time of recording this, I am going through a cut of my own, and I just completed the first month, and I've lost nine pounds, and I have to say this has been probably the easiest and most successful first month of any diet that I've had, not even necessarily because of the amount of weight that I've lost so far, but it's been that combined with a lot of other things and you know one of those things that stands out to me is i've done probably the best job so far in this cut of any cut that i've ever done of making my calorie deficit easy as easy as possible. So I have five tips in this episode that I'm going to break down for you. This is also, uh, I have an article about this on my website, how to make a calorie deficit easier. And I put a link to that article uh, in the show notes for you to be able to reference if you want to read more about any of these uh, points. And if you found this episode because you are listening to the podcast that's on my website. That's in that article. Welcome. Thank you for listening. If you have not already, make sure you're subscribed to my podcast. You can find it on any podcast platform. So wherever you listen to podcasts, search for Chris Gates Fitness. You'll find me there. Um, and uh, you know, on top of that, obviously, I am a coach. I know I say this every week, but uh, you know, if you're interested in getting some help to, okay, calorie deficit, burn body fat, lose weight, do it the right way, do it efficiently, and get a program set up and tailored to you specifically, I would love to help you out. There is a coaching link in the show notes as well. You can click on that, learn more about what online coaching looks like, what some of my clients have been up to, and how we might be able to work together to put a program uh, in place for you to make as much progress as possible. Uh, I work with clients all over the world to chase their goals and it is a ton of fun and I love helping people. So if you're interested, definitely check out that coaching link and uh, we can talk more about how, what a program might look like for you. But with that said, let's dive into the topic of today's episode, which I mentioned before, how to make a calorie deficit easier. And you know, this is pretty straightforward. If you listened or read anything that I've put out in the past, if you can get yourself in a calorie deficit consistently, you're going to lose body fat. It's as simple as that. Um, but that's not to say being in a calorie deficit is necessarily easy. Uh, in fact, it's not. It's often challenging. And the longer you're in a calorie deficit, the more challenging it tends to get. Uh, there's a lot that goes into consistently being in a calorie deficit and it all is involved in your effort and your work. So like you first, you need to know how to put together a diet plan that gets you in a calorie deficit. And again, like going back to what I just mentioned about coaching, that's a, that's a place where a coach can really be helpful and beneficial for you is just to help kind of take a lot of that guesswork out of it and get you that diet plan that will put you in a calorie deficit. And then obviously, uh, you know, over time, help you understand what tweaks you need to make uh, because there are, there always will be adjustments, and it's hard to know when and why. But a coach can help you with that. But anyway, um, you need to know how to put together that diet plan. So this probably means you're going to have to spend some time before the diet even starts 
with tracking your nutrition, learning what your average calorie intake looks like, learn how much protein you tend to eat on a daily basis so that you can figure out where to go when the diet starts. After that, you probably need to make a few adjustments to what you eat, like I just said. So that could be by either eating less food, that's a simple concept, uh, or substituting in some more nutrient-dense options that maybe are more high volume. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. Uh, Third, you should probably be exercising regularly, right? That's going to help you change your body composition throughout the course of this diet and being in a calorie deficit. And for a lot of people, that's not easy. A lot of people just don't love exercising. Um, And fourth, you need to do all this stuff consistently for a long period of time. And this one, trust me, is the biggest struggle. This one is what people struggle with the most because most people want results and they want them now. They want them as quick as possible. Um, And oftentimes the dramatic progress you see from a calorie deficit happens over months of being in a calorie deficit. So that's all outlined to tell you like, yeah, obviously there's some work involved and we're going to talk about how to make a calorie deficit easier, but I don't want to come off incorrectly by suggesting that a calorie deficit will be easy. We can make it easier, but there's still going to be effort. It's still going to be hard work. And, you know, your work is going to be involved here, Uh, but we can make it easier. So in this episode, that's what we're going to do. We're going to break down five different points on how to make a calorie deficit easier. And what I think we could do is start by outlining just some basic information that you need to know about being in a calorie deficit. We'll get into that really quickly and then move on from there to the five specific tips that I think are going to help you the most. So let's talk about why a calorie deficit matters. I just mentioned that, that we're going to go dive into what you need to know. A calorie deficit is how you lose body fat. It's how your body loses body fat. And it's quite literally the one and only way to lose body fat. Um, If you've ever lost weight before, whether you knew it or not, it's because you were in a calorie deficit. And there, listen, there are lots of fad diets out there Lots of workout programs out there that are going to suggest that they're optimal for losing body fat because of some claims. I don't know. Whatever these people want to say. There's the keto diet, the carnivore diet, the Atkins diet. There's detox teas, fasting teas. There's um, metabolic shock workout program. Like there's all the hip training. There's all these different things that people say are the best thing that you could do to lose body fat. And the fact of the matter is none of those things actually work unless you're in a calorie calorie deficit. None of them matter unless you're in a calorie deficit and they all work when you are in a calorie deficit. So if you're wondering why a calorie deficit matters, that's it. It, it matters a whole hell of a lot because it is the determining factor about whether or not you will lose body fat. So what a calorie deficit is, is essentially energy balance. A calorie is a unit of energy. So the food that you eat is calories coming into your body, uh, and that's energy coming into your body, and you need that energy coming in to be less than the energy going out, the calories that you burn every day. Um, And to be clear, this does not mean that you should try and burn as many calories as possible. I've written and talked about that before in the past. That's a really unhealthy way to go about trying to lose body fat, trying to lose weight. Um, And it's a really difficult way to create a calorie deficit because trying to out eat your fork and spoon and knife 
on a regular basis is it's just it's just hard. And in the, in the spirit of this being how to make calorie deficit easier, we're going to shy away from that. Um, so there are some resources that I have and some concepts that maybe you are pro- you might already be aware of, but if not. Um, I recommend that you read more about these types of things, understanding how to know you're in a calorie deficit. I have an article about that. There are a few things you can track that help you know whether or not you're in a calorie deficit. So I have an article about that on my website. Um, in order to get in a calorie deficit, I recommend tracking nutrition. I have a how to track your macros article. Uh, if you want to check that out, just to learn more about the process involved, because it's it to me, it's the single most efficient way to learn about your diet and discover what those slight adjustments are that you need to make in order to start making progress or make more progress. Um, and a lot of people get scared about tracking because they think it's going to be this unbelievable workload. And, and I promise it's way easier than you think. But if you're dead set against it, you can get in a calorie deficit without counting calories. I also have an article, How to Know You're in a Calorie Deficit Without Counting Calories, um, that has some additional tips that you can use to structure your diet for weight loss. Um, so you could check that out as well. Uh, the more you learn about a calorie deficit and the more background information and knowledge that you have, the more success you're going to have. Um, so with that, okay, we've outlined what a calorie deficit is, how you can learn more. Let's dive into how to make a calorie deficit easier. To be clear, you can't hack your diet in air quotes. There's no magic pill magic potion, no supplement that you can buy that's going to do this stuff for you, but you can be strategic. You can be intentional with your diet to make your weight loss journey as efficient and effective uh, as it possibly can be. And the number one tip, and I, I would say this should be literally the number one thing, the first thing that you do is try to prioritize high volume foods in your diet. High volume foods are probably the most effective tool when you are dieting, trying to cut, trying to lose body fat, um, when it comes to making a calorie deficit easier. And it's for a pretty simple reason. They're going to fill you up and keep you full for hours on a very low amount of calories. And not all foods can say that, but there are some foods that are high volume and are just you know, they're right in the wheelhouse of being in a calorie deficit. And I'll list off a few of them here. So some examples of high volume foods are large salads. If you have a a big salad every day, it's going to help you feel full and it's going to be very low calorie. Uh, Berries are really high volume. So strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, all of those are amazing options. Uh, Bell peppers, potatoes. Watermelon is super high volume. Uh, Watermelon and strawberries to me are, I think, like the best snacks you could have when you're dieting. And and in my diet right now, my calorie deficit, I am eating a lot of watermelon and a lot of strawberries when I want to have a snack because you can eat literally pound a pound of them for under 100 calories. It's unbelievable. Um, so lean meats like chicken, turkey, fish. I just had a cod dinner last night and uh, cod is a fish that's like almost entirely protein. So, you know, you can have four ounces of cod for like 120 calories. You get 26 grams of protein. It's insane. Oats are really high volume. Cottage cheese is high volume. Greek yogurt is a great snack that is high volume. And by high volume, again, what I mean here is that you're going to be able to eat a large volume of food. So if you think about like picturing a plate, you could fill up that plate for as low calorie as possible. Um, What all those foods have in common is that they're, for the most part, 
going to be either high in protein or high in fiber or potentially even both. Um, And research is pretty clear on this at this point that foods that are high in fiber or protein or obviously both will help you feel full for longer after your meals. And obviously, the fuller you feel, the more satisfied you're going to feel, the more consistent you will probably be uh, with your diet and staying in a calorie deficit. So these foods take a lot of the pain and suffering out of dieting. They eliminate a lot of the cravings, and cravings are probably the biggest thing that throw people off their diet because you crave those. When, when you feel hungry, you crave those foods that you love more than ever. But if you're eating foods that reduce cravings as much as possible, you'll have less cravings, obviously, and that'll lead to you, you know, potentially uh, in diving into some of those foods that don't support your goals as much as possible. So there's less of a chance of craving something salty or sweet when you're eating high volume foods. Tip number two is maybe a surprise here. Let yourself indulge occasionally. And this may seem like it goes against everything that I just talked to you about, but hear me out because I think it's really healthy to have some of the foods that you love on a regular basis, even if they aren't what you would consider to be quote unquote healthy. Um, And I'll give you a great example from my diet right now. One of the things that has made my diet uh, and my calorie deficit as easy as possible is I have had ice cream literally every single day so far, and I've lost nine pounds. I've had ice cream, let me repeat this, every single day so far, and I have lost nine pounds in one month because I'm having these ice cream bars. They're like 150 to 180 calories. It's going to be my snack before bed. I look forward to it every day. It gives me that that sweet uh, craving that, that I have throughout the day. I get to enjoy it at the end of the day. It's not so many calories that I'm, you know, throwing my calorie deficit totally for a loop at the end of the day. Um, it's very controlled, but it's very satisfying. It's low calorie and you can do this. And I think it's important that you do this because if there's a salty or sweet treat that you like to have at night, or if you want cookie, uh, cookies or cake or something that just always hits the spot every once in a while, you should be able to eat it and you should allow yourself that type of flexibility. I was just talking to somebody the other other day. They're like, how are you so happy while you're dieting? I'm miserable all the time whenever I diet. And it's because you have to let yourself do this type of stuff. There's no, there's nothing in it. There's no rule book anywhere that says like you have to eliminate all the foods you love when you want to lose weight. And, and honestly, if I wrote a rule book, maybe I should write a rule book. If I wrote a rule book, it would probably say the exact opposite and say like, Hey, if you want to maintain any progress that you're making here, you should enjoy some, have some of those foods that you enjoy every once in a while. Uh, cause if you enjoy those foods, you'll probably enjoy your diet more. If you enjoy your diet more, you'll probably be more consistent with it. And as you probably know by now, the more consistent you are with your calorie deficit over a long period of time, the more progress you're able to make. So you need something that you, you need, you need a setup that's going to allow you to do this long term. Losing weight is not about a quick fix that gets you results that you can't sustain. It's about navigating your way to some type of diet plan that you enjoy that allows you to make progress and sustain it long term. And it really like it's it's not just unrealistic to think that you're going to eliminate everything that you love forever. <laughs> why why would anybody do that? And that's why people yo-yo diet is because they do eliminate everything. They lose a bunch of weight and then they bring those foods back that they love and then they gain the weight back and it's because they didn't diet in a way where like they learned how to they learned their relationship with those foods. They learned how to enjoy them in moderation and then after the diet was over they were able to transition into a different phase of life 
while still enjoying those foods. So go into your diet expecting to have some of those foods that you love in moderation. And, and it should be as simple as that. And don't forget, this is not a race. Like if you have some foods that you love along the way and it takes an extra two to three weeks to get to whatever your goal is, who the hell cares? Who, are you racing someone? Who cares? So just enjoy yourself. And I think that information can lead us really helpful into a tip, tip number three, that can bring all of this together and make it really, really work. And that tip is for you to try something called calorie cycling. Now, what calorie cycling is, it may be, it might sound more intimidating or I don't know, scientific than it actually is. It's a diet strategy that allows you to view your calorie deficit across the entire week as opposed to each individual day. And this is an important concept to understand because you don't have to be in a calorie deficit every single day to make progress. You just need to be in a calorie deficit most of the time. So say you have a calorie deficit number that's like 2,000 calories. Totally hypothetical, but we'll use that because it's easy for me to do math. (laughs) And I suck at math. If your calorie deficit is set at 2,000 calories, if you spread that across the entire week, it means you need to eat 14,000 calories or less to be in a calorie deficit for the week, right? 2,000 times 7 is 14,000. Whichever way you slice it, if if you're from Monday through Sunday, if you're at 14,000 calories, then you'll be at a calorie deficit for the entire week and effect, you know, just as effectively, essentially, you were in a calorie deficit every day, whether you were or you weren't. Whoa. Whether you were or you were not. One take show here, people. Um, it, it's the same thing, right? You end the week at 14,000 calories. So if you want to have a couple of days during the week where you have added flexibility to eat some of the foods that you love, uh, you could really just very simply reduce your calorie deficit during the week and then like real allocate those calories to Saturday and Sunday or whatever days that you feel like you would like to have some flexibility. So what that could look like is if your daily calorie deficit is 2000 calories, you could reduce that to, I don't know, 1800 calories Monday through Friday. Not that's not a groundbreaking or earth shattering or crazy slash of calories. We're taking 200 calories out from every day. That's, that's a, that's a small snack. But what that would allow you to do is save a thousand calories across the entire week. And then you can bump your calories up to 2300 on Saturday and 2300 on Sunday. So you have a ton of additional flexibility there to maybe have an entire additional meal. Um, and that's going to make the week probably feel a lot more fun because most people want that flexibility on the weekend, or most people have some days where you just want to be able to not be in a deficit. And that's perfectly fine because if you tally all those calories up that I just ran you through, you get to 14,000 by the end of the week. It is exactly the same as if you were eating 2000 calories a day, every day. That that's just the fact. Um, but like I said, you're getting some additional flexibility enjoy a meal out, have a couple drinks, have less stress about eating, drinking your way out of a calorie deficit. Um, And like I've been saying, you can structure this in any number of ways based on each week, how your lifestyle pans out. It doesn't require you to do some planning, but this works really, really well. It's one of the most effective strategies I use with clients who have like, you know, really busy jobs or travel quite a bit. 
We will use this uh, pretty often just to, you know, be able to call the week a success at the end of the week, but also reduce a lot of the stress that comes with some of those situations that they're in. Okay, the last two tips I have for you are non-nutrition related. And the first one is just the simple concept of you should be exercising regularly. And I already said this at the beginning of the episode, but you're not exercising solely for the purpose of burning calories. So let's be clear about that. Um you can't out-exercise a bad diet. It's never going to work for longer than, I don't know, a week or two. And obviously, that's not nearly long enough to make (laughs) the the meaningful, lasting change that you're looking for. Um, But it, it does have some distinct advantages when you're trying to get in a calorie deficit. Um, Obviously, okay, we can't deny the fact that it is going to help you burn some calories. So that, those calories burn may allow you to eat a little bit more food. It may allow the progress to um, come a little bit more efficiently while you're in a calorie deficit. But more than that, I think the important pieces of exercising regularly are about how it's going to help your heart. It's going to help your joints. It's going to improve mobility, stability, endurance, strength, sleep, uh, the, the the list goes on, but when you line all those things up, like what exercise helps you essentially do is set yourself up for success. You're going to feel more fresh. You're going to feel more recovered. You're going to feel more energized when you combine all of those things together. And if you are feeling that way, you're going to be able to wake up and attack your calorie deficit, attack your diet, stick to your goals more consistently because when you're feeling good, you're more likely to feel more motivated to pursue the weight loss goals that you have and structure your day the right way. Structure your diet Structure your diet the right way. Um, that really matters a lot. And my last tip in uh, this episode, tip number five is to drink more water because <laughs> let's be honest, you're probably not drinking enough water. Uh, and it just so happens that drinking water, hydrating effectively can be a really effective tool for being in a calorie deficit. There's research that shows drinking water and you could do you could do exactly what they've done in the research studies here. There's research that shows drinking water prior to eating a meal actually reduces the amount of calories that you're most likely to eat in that meal. And if you follow up the meal with additional water, you're going to help yourself feel full after eating. There are research studies that have done exactly this. And there's not a lot of instances where you can take uh, exercise science research and apply it to your daily life. But this is one of them. So uh, let me be clear. I'm not telling you to chug water uncontrollably. But you can drink a tall glass of water before each and every meal, and you can have a tall one after each and every meal. And if that's going to help you maybe eat just a little bit less, but do it consistently, those calories add up. And if it can help you feel a little bit fuller after each meal, it may get you to that next meal without having some crazy craving pop up. And then you indulge in something and your calorie deficit for the day gets totally thrown out of whack. Um, water's really good for you. You can drink it throughout the day and you can also surround your meals with uh, just some extra water intake to help you feel full. I hope this uh, episode helped. Uh, and 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 really, I want to stress, like a calorie deficit is not necessarily easy, but you can make it a lot easier. A lot of people do not do these things, okay? And again, let me speak from personal experience because I'm doing these things right now and it has been the easiest month of dieting that I have ever experienced. And I've seen a lot of progress and I'm, my body composition is improving dramatically. So um, I, I really hope you consider these if you are trying to burn some body fat. And uh, like I said at the top, if you're interested in getting some personalized coaching to burn fat, 
lose weight or, or build muscle, just feel more confident through fitness and nutrition, um, check out my coaching page. That link is in the show notes. The link to this article is also in the show notes. Um, I would love to talk to you about what your goals are and see if we could put a program together that works for you. But uh, until next time, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon.